One second. Joe like, Money. Bro, I know they lost. It was on back order. That's what, I just got it yesterday. It was a really? Valentine's Day gift. Oh. Oh, a ba- oh, Jesus Christ. That's what I'm saying. It was on back order. It was on back order. Yes, oh, yes, back man. order. Like, obviously, it looked kind of bad because, you know, we know the result. But, you know, as always, we're back with another episode of Nothing But Back. I am your host with my bestest co-host in the whole wide world, Mr. Trill Bill. What episode is this? Season like four. Episode, episode four. three. Episode three. Four tree. Defense. First of all, you could take the floor. Speak to me about, well, not even, you know what? Yeah, speak to me about your guy, Russell Wilson, going yeah, to Denver. Because um, I know you're sad because that's just another team that the Raiders like have I said, to deal with. Like I said in our group chat, like the AFC feels like McDonald's on an early release day. Like it's on fucking swole with just quarterbacks. Like just think about the AFC West alone. You have four quarterbacks who have been to the Pro Bowl. Justin Herbert has is only in year going into year. Man, two. I don't think Derek Carr is a bad quarterback. He's just not the other boys. Exactly. So it's like you have four capable ass quarterbacks in that division. You still got Josh Allen. You still got Mahomes. I mean, hey, just, I have my hot take already. I, I know you don't hate. I know you hate him, but that boy Zach Wilson, fire. And with the new coach Tua, watch that. Watch that offense this year. That is all I want to see. I want to see. Brees Hall is projected to go over there as well. Bro, that offense is going to be crazy, dog. I this is literally the make or break year for Tua, but just yeah. <clears throat> Joe Burrow, the person's jersey you're wearing, like the AFC is loaded with quarterbacks, and of course, my quarterback as well. But it's like we're doing this fifth year player option with him, and I, I don't know what the future holds. But that's kind of like. I just don't – I truly don't understand how you give – he was the only unanimous MVP in history, or am I wrong? Or am I getting confused with Steph? No, he was the only unanimous MVP. Okay, so exactly. So it's like this guy had holds, like, what, three of, like, how many perfect passer ratings in games? You get me? So it's like how are you not going to sign this man to an extension? He should have been signed after his MVP year. I'm keeping it a buck. You get me? Just you like go, how we – it would have made sense – because we would have done it the exact same way we had done Flacco. As soon as Flacco hit, we paid him that offseason. And it's like now, look at bro, this 38-year-old Aaron Rodgers just got it's not 200 mil because he told he said he even told him Rappaport himself he was capping. I think it's like around 150 mil, but still that's a 38-year-old. So what do you think a 24-year-old Lamar Jackson is gonna get? And it's like why I don't I don't understand. It's like what more do you have to see from Lamar? He he's the best runner as a quarterback, shit as a running back, the best runner in football, close to it. You, and he could, you know, he could throw the ball. You saw what happened last year, last year against the Colts when he had to come back on the man through for 430 yards. He went crazy. So it's like, what more do you have to see from that guy? It's not on him. It's the you're, you guys just your running back one died. Your running back two died. Um, Rashad Bateman, promising rookie, he was out. This and that. So it's like, what more do you want? Your your defense is getting cooked. You have nightmares about Jamar Chase. So it's like, you get me. Hey, but you're you're projected to get that Cincinnati cornerback. And he just fit Ravens. Like, you get me? Oh, I like him. He, and into a demon. he ran a 4-4-7. We'll get to the combine later. There's so many things I want to talk about with the combine. Because trust me, I got so many players I want to talk about. But the Russell Wilson thing in the AFC, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it, – it's wild at this point because it's like, damn. We legitimately have eight big-time quarterbacks in the AFC. 
let alone four in the same division. So yeah, it, it's gonna be some crazy shit to see this year. And that wasn't including a single team from the AFC South. And we don't know what's gonna happen with the Deshaun situation forgot, or Tennessee. I, I totally forgot about that division. That division is exactly. a laughing stock. Exactly. So it's like, yo, there's a lot that can happen. And at this point, I'm happy that the combine has happened. I'm looking forward to pro days and I'm ready for the draft. With that Watson thing, I just don't understand why they don't trade him. Like, think there's no, I personally don't believe in coincidences. There's no coincidence that he wants out of Houston and then all these things come up. So it's like, come on, bro. You know, the evil white man, the owner, you want to leave me? Okay, I'm going to stir some shit up because it's like, come on, man. Why, bro, Big Ben. Yeah, the city of Houston is like, I feel like their economy was probably going to take a dip. If James Harden and Deshaun Watson left in the same year, they would have like lost like millions probably. Like no, no yeah, cap, yeah. it was just like, bro, we can't. After, after after watching that video about how LeBron affected the economy the first time he left, yeah, Harden and Watson would have fucked that shit up. But like at this point, it's like, come on, bro, you paid him, you paid him every single week. Let him play or just trade him. You know how much shit you're gonna get for Deshaun Watson. Bro, he beat Bama. Not many quarterbacks beat Alabama. What, I'm just keeping it a buck. Seeing what they were just able to get for Russell Wilson today and seeing what other quarterbacks and have been 33 years for, old. Exactly. And you take that into consideration. Pretty you sure got, Deshaun is 26. So it's like, bro, you can easily get four. Four first-rounders, if not three, and a whole bunch of other stuff. So it's like, yo, you should have been made this move, but – Houston's got their own karma, and they're going to deal with that for as long as they have to. Moving on to the uh, combine itself. Yeah, Cincinnati corner looks great for us, but there's there was a whole bunch of people that showed out at the combine. Like, every single player from Baylor that was at a skill position, mm-hmm. the slowest 40 was a 4-3-6. Also, they're demons. Exactly. The slowest 40 was a four, a receiver, 428, a corner, 423, a safety, 43 something, another corner, 43. So it's like, bruh, Baylor is producing track stars at this point. Said the defensive line, bro, you saw the defense. I know you saw the defensive lineman. Bruh, there were so. That guy is going to be scary. I want him in Baltimore. I mean, he was slotted to be a fourth round, maybe a third round pick. But with what he just did in the combine, he can easily mm-hmm. be a first round pick now. Yeah. At the very worst, early second round. But it's like he's not gonna make it down that far. Same thing with the corner that I like out of UTSA, Tariq Woolen, 6'4, 205, ran a 428. That's the corner you want in Madden. That's the it, corner bro, we all draft in those franchises that we used to play back in the day. Those are the corners that you draft with the top five pick. You just you don't even care what he did. You just look at the height. 6'4"? Oh, yeah. Give me that. It's a fucking corner. With the speed, too? With, like, the, with bro, the acceleration of the XP points and everything, he was going to be fire. It's like, yo, that's one of those, like you said, a created player. And it's like, bro, if you can get him, I'd be happy. I, if you get him and the Cincinnati corner, ecstatic. Perfect draft. You could, you could draft blindly at that point. But mm-hmm. just get one of them, I'll still be happy because – you can't coach six two, well six three and six four at corner, mm-hmm. and that shit is just crazy. Overall, like Georgia has freaks. Every single yeah. Georgia defensive player is at the very worst. They have the potential to do what LSU did uh, the national championship year, 
where they had like six people in the first 40 picks, something like that. Like, it's insane what that defense is. The two defensive tackles, the defensive end, this. They Wait, had the a, crazy, the crazy, the guy who ran a four like seven as a DN or four eight. That he's from Georgia, right? He's a D tackle, six six yeah, three forty one. That's not healthy. And that's then not. they had another dude run literally a four seven seven, same mm-hmm. position teammate. Then they had someone who was the defensive end. He ran a four five. Then the linebacker ran a four four. Then the safety ran a four three. So it's like, bruh. That was on Georgia's defense all this year. I can see why they won the national championship, bro. Like, that shit's scary. I totally forgot they beat Alabama, bro. You just expect Alabama to win every single year. Exactly, bro. And those Ohio State receivers showed out. Like, they both ran four three forties, showed out and tested. The thing with me is, like, I personally feel like people, obviously being a part of, like, the fantasy Twitterverse and everything, I feel like people just overreact way too much to Combines. After Traylon Burks ran a four five, you had people comparing him to Nikhil Harry and Jacoby Myers, and it's like, bro, it, it, like I just personally feel like, dog, the combine is the combine. Obviously, you know you have it for a reason, but at the end of the day, you could be a first, second, third, bro. You don't even need to be drafted, bro. The greatest quarterback in history got drafted in the sixth round. All it takes is hard work and determination. Like all these overreactions, Traylon Burks is gonna be Jacoby Myers and Nikhil Harry. Like, come on, bro. Just because they ran the same forty, nobody runs a straight line in the NFL. Nobody, <laughs> nobody, unless you, even when you fucking get a pick six, you literally dancing and prancing and you fucking going this way and this way, just cause you're trying to, I don't know, you dancing and you just, you're having fun. Cause you're going to get a pick six or you just burnt something. You blurred someone and you're getting a touchdown. You get me? So I feel like people just overreact way too much to the combine. I seen too many people comparing this and comparing that. And it's like, bro, you don't have to come. You could just enjoy the combine. You don't have to compare every single player. Like, come exactly. on. Bro. That's my biggest thing is like, I don't need the player comps right now. You can tell me like, Okay, you think he tested well, you think he tested badly. That's cool. But player All comp- does hurt or better your draft stock. At the end of the day, once you get drafted, you got to put in that work because there's numerous number one picks. There's numerous first round picks that aren't even in the fucking NFL and they got drafted last year. If you don't got the heart, if you don't, if you can't work hard and you don't got that determination and then discipline, it don't matter where the hell you drafted. It don't matter where, what type of combine score you had. You could have had the best combine since shit they created the combine. It don't matter. At all. Exactly. Shit's crazy. Transitioning into for the draft. I, Malik Willis is the truth. He's he's scary. I need I mean, him in all my teams. If I had to, I mean, granted, I don't want my team to take a quarterback this draft, but if I had to single out a quarterback or two this draft, it would be Malik Willis. Twitter, Twitter would fucking flip. Don't you guys have like a top 12, 13 to pick? We have a, the 14th overall pick. Bro, Twitter would flip if the Ravens took Malik Willis. Yeah. Twitter I know you have a heart because at that point, it's like Lamar's gone. And at I said, bro, I don't understand. At the end of the day, no, if you guys don't re-sign Lamar, that, that's going to be the biggest mistake in your franchise's history. Because it's like, bro, what, I, I, I'm sorry for repeating myself, but it's like, what more? We, we're obviously not in the front office, but it's like, what more do you need to see from this guy? It makes no damn sense that he's going to get a fifth-year option. That's something you give to, like, fucking, like, you get me? You give to Sam Darnold. You give to these type of quarterbacks. Jimmy G, you don't give it to Lamar Jackson. Man, won an MVP, and you're going to – oh, I don't know. I, I still don't know if he's the franchise quarterback. Man, stop he playing with yourself. MVP in his first full season as a starter. Like – Bro, he has one of the best records as a starter since he's been starting. 
So it's just like, I Man don't... Man don't even got like 15 losses, I believe. So it's like, what more do you want to see from him? It so, makes no damn sense. At this point, our front office is, they're kind of like giving it to God. I don't know. It's like, they're saying that they're at the table waiting for Lamar and his mother who's representing him, but I don't think that's fully the case. I feel like they may be at the table, but their numbers are just very, very, very different. The Ravens may either have a deal that is going to be disrespectful, and that's why they haven't offered it. What did Mahomes get? Like a year? A year, I'll pull it up right now. Because he, on paper, it was 10 for 47. I remember because it was my fantasy team name the year he got the contract. It was like 10 years for $503 million, I believe. Right? Um, mm-hmm. The base value of his contract, including the next two seasons before his extension kicks in, starting in 2022, he's making $45 million a year. Lamar need 40, 38, some shit around there. He's, I don't I don't think he's on Patrick Mahomes' level as a thrower, but Lamar Jackson overall as a football player is a top five player. I know that shit might not make sense. He, he might not be the, the first or second best quarterback in the league, but as an overall player, there's a reason he was the ranked number one after his MVP season. You cannot stop him. You cannot. If Aaron Donald's saying he's a problem, and Aaron Donald is the biggest problem in the NFL, what more do you need? Man trains with knives. He's a menace. What more do you need? Yeah, Patrick Mahomes' contract is just terrifying. Like it, it, it's terrifying. When when does it fully hit? Because that's when the it, team going to depart, and he gonna have to throw to Brian Pringle the rest of his career. This is like year one of it hitting. His cap number last year was only seven point four million. This year in twenty twenty two, it's thirty five point seven. Next year, forty six point seven. Following year, 44, 46, 41, 59.9, 44 again, 44, 50, and 52. He's just telling Travis, bro, at this point, you're 33 years old. Just stay with me until you retire. Tyreek, I don't care how slow you get. You staying with me the rest of your career, too, because ain't nobody going to come. And then that's when we're going to see how good Patrick Mahomes is. Is he going to be like a Tom Brady and he can elevate all these random-ass scrubs and take them to the ball? You get the me? Way they have annoyed, it. People annoyed him as the next GOAT, so let's see what it's about. Because once that, it's going to happen. He's not going to have Kelsey and Hill forever. He just got paid $27.4 million on March 1st. Mm-hmm. Because that's the roster day. And basically... It, bro, his contract is terrifying. Like, he has a year, like, his highest salary is only 38. Exactly. His highest salary is only 38, but, like, when March 1st keeps hitting, bro, I think Stanton got like like 10 years, 300 million. So it's like this man got 10 years, 500 million. Like, this is really a baseball contract. Awesome. Alex Mm -hmm. Rodriguez, Mike Trout. Yeah, this man's contract is is pretty insane. And I think there's a part of Lamar that's also like, shit, I just watched Russell – well, excuse me, I just watched Aaron Rodgers bro- damn near re-break this scale because he's getting close to 50 a year. So it's like – Devontae Adams is franchise tag. We're going to go in. No Brady. 
No fucking Russell Wilson, but watch. We're going to get to the playoffs, and we're going to fucking lose to Trey Lance, or we're going to lose to Matthew Stafford. We're going to lose to – we're going to lose somehow, some way, because we just know how to fuck it up. Let's go 13-3, 14-3 like last year in the play, in the regular season, and let's go to the playoffs and just fuck it up for no reason at all. You know how mad I am that T. Higgins could be on my team? Or Michael Pittman or Chase Claypool. Imagine those three, one of those three lined up next to Adams, especially Claypool. Rodgers is deep ball. Claypool would, bro, Claypool would already been all team. Like, bro, do you see that? And they took, bro, even they could have even taken LaVisca, any type of receiver. All those receivers went after Jordan Love. And the fact is, we traded into the first round to get the successor of Aaron Rodgers, but you over here having a fucking titty attack because he might leave. So you give him the bag. So what was the point of drafting Jordan Love? You know what that does to that man's mental? This man just sitting in the back, he's like, bro, wait, this man signed another four years? He's he's 38. What what are you? You're not pulling no Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers could produce, but it's like... At this point, he can literally... It can go one of two ways. He can literally never get another contract and have never gotten a shot. Or he could be one of the first NFL quarterbacks to get a second contract with have never taken a snap during his first one. That would be funny. But I just so I just like, I just think he deserves more. Oh, of course. He does at this point he deserves a fucking shot. Wherever like at, at the end of the day, it's just reported that Trubisky might go to the Giants and compete with Daniel Jones. So if both of those guys could compete for each other for a starting job, let Jordan Love, you get me? You people are going off this one start versus the Chiefs. Like let the man play. All this hype, all this talk, we traded up for a reason. So if you're not going to fucking start him, get rid of him and go get some assets. Pittsburgh needs one. The Commanders need one. So many, so many people need quarterbacks. Shit, look at the Giants. They're going for Trubisky because Daniel Jones ain't bro. Whoever whispered into the, the Giants' ear saying he's the next one, I need you to go retire. I, you probably found Peyton Manning, but I need you to retire because I still don't understand what you got with Daniel Jones. The only thing Brandy. is rushing upside. That's it. They went with that coach. They was like, look, it's the coach who had the Manning brothers. He had Peyton, then he had Eli, and then he had this so where kid. Did he have he had him at Duke. No, at Duke. What the f- no, no, no. I'm talking about Payton and Eli because they both went oh, to separate colleges. Oh, at their respective colleges. So oh, so this man both. was just following them. He was just like, bro, I need these These guys look crazy. I mean, so I really want to know it's kind of how his career went. Granted, like, he went from Tennessee, then he went to Ole Miss. Those are two SEC schools. So most what likely he either knew a coach. Yeah, I don't know how he got to Duke, but that was his head coaching gig. So... That could have been it right there, but yeah, I he, understand high high praise for your 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 players, but it's like you really said like he's like he's up next type shit. The Giants yeah. wasted a top five pick on this man. I don't even think he has twenty five career wins, and he's been starting for three years now. Yeah, people just four. want him to stop. Tur- like they ask the bare minimum of that dude. They don't ask him to win games. They don't ask him to like throw for four hundred yards. They just ask him to not turn the football over bro and it's not like the offense is bad and it's like this is his last hope with the bills offense and coordinator i'm not saying he's going to turn him into josh allen but this you see the bills offense so mm-hmm. this is your last hope you have saquon who's going to be fully healthy kenny galladay bro kenny galladay went crazy in detroit and he was a non-factor because of daniel jones evan ingram is there Kadarius tony was slayton tony 
Kadarius yeah, Tony, he was just hurt, but he's gonna stash this year. But it's like, bro, this is his last chance. If Daniel Jones can't produce this year, oh my god, do you know who we just forget is there? But it's like, if he was on another team, I feel like he would spaz as well. Evan Ingram, yeah, I just said that, yeah. It, but he's, like, he's he's kind of fried though. He just like I don't know something's wrong with him. But he's like he produces decent numbers. But something's wrong with him. Like he getting the Logan Thomas syndrome. It's too many concussions, and it's just like bro, bro this man Logan Thomas was on the field for every snap and every game he played in. Of course, his ACL is gonna go. Like his ACL was like, help me. You telling me I can't even go to the sidelines for a minute? I just need some Gatorade. I need some fluids in my body. Bro, Come on, I... man. Man's thirty years old. <sighs> There's some people who I feel like with quarterbacks, they're set to take that next step. The Jerry Judys, the Terry McC- the Scary Terrys. Uh, you just need a quarterback. I know a lot of receivers are quarterback proof, but Scary ain't no, t- ain't no DeAndre Hopkins, none of these guys, but he really needs a quarterback. Him exactly. and DJ Moore. Like, oh, oh my DJ, God. DJ, I think DJ Moore has had the – he's in top five in like most receiving yards since he came into the NFL. He's posted three straight seasons of over 1,150 yards. He's weird though. Three straight seasons of four touchdowns. I don't know if he just likes the number four, 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 but it's like him and Terry McLaurin get them quarterbacks. And I'm not talking about top tier, bro. You could give him Kirk Cousins. You you see what Justin Jefferson is doing with Kirk Cousins? I'm not comparing those receivers at all because Justin Jefferson, in my opinion, is top three receivers. To be honest, shit, bro. I think he's number one. To be honest, at this point, with besides Devontae Adams, but it's just like scary. Terry needs a quarterback, and so does DJ Moore. I don't look at bro. Justin Jefferson is number one. Besides him and Devontae, I'm not and Chase, of course, but it's like I'm not taking I'm, I'm, I'm maybe Cooper Cup, but I'm talking about if I if I was in a dynasty league and I'm drafting, bro, Justin Jefferson nine ten out of ten oh, times. Of course. And I think it's just preference between Chase and Jefferson. I just I just personally like Jefferson more, but I'm I'm not gonna argue with you if you take Chase over Jefferson. Oh no, my league. statement was just gonna be that the SEC is being known to like produce receivers at a scary rate at this point. Like this shit is getting insane. Besides Terrence Marshall, man, we stupid in the preseason and disappeared. He's we. I feel like it's it's kind of a situation where you're dealing with a bad quarterback and with DJ Moore, it's like okay, they have McCaffrey, so we know he's gonna get all the red zone touches when healthy. I understand that. That's probably a reason why DJ Moore's touchdown numbers aren't up there. I think he had a 27% target share this year, which was like, it was in the top 10. I think it was tied with like Deontay for number six. Exactly. So it's like DJ Moore is a good receiver. You got to steal in the fifth round. And at this point, I don't know how they let, why they let go of, did they let go of Terrace Marshall? Oh no, not Terrace Marshall, but Curtis Marshall. Curtis Samuel? Yes, there we go. I think I'm pretty sure he left in free agency to Washington. He followed Ron Rivera, and his ass could even get on the field this year. Exactly. So it's just and He's like, another guy. Him and LaVisca, they're like, oh, my God, he's Debo. You got to play him like Debo. It's like, bro, Debo is six feet, and he's a fucking bulldog. This man literally could probably pick up LaVisca and this other. Who the hell did we just mention? Curtis Samuel? Um, he, could, he could bench press both of them. Debo is a savage. There was a clip circling today on Twitter. Bro, he yammed it on someone. Six foot Debo yammed it like on some John Morant hops. You get me? Like he it's Debo Samuel is one of one. You can't stop every everybody in the, oh my god, he's Debo. Oh my god, he's come on, bro. Like, stop. Not everything needs a fucking comparison. Appreciate the players for who they are. Yeah, I I don't understand how people because another just speaking of comparisons, people tried to say that Traylon Burks is gonna be like Debo, and I'm like Bro, Debo is six feet. This dude is six foot two, two hundred and twenty-five pounds. 
those are two different things like just way two different things and it's like granted i understand he's tough and all that stuff but i don't think Traylon burks is like debo where he lined up in the back i saw debo line up in the backfield at south carolina he's mm-hmm. taking handoff before this is nothing new to him yeah. so it I don't get those comparisons, and ultimately, it's going to be a downfall to some people, and that's probably why we see these dumbass teams who have no quarterbacks, have receivers with nobody to throw to them, basically. The Redskins, the Panthers, teams like that. And then Man, they about to cancel. You said the Redskins. It's the Commanders. <laughs> exactly. That's how bad they are. They, they're still <laughs> in my eyes. That's the last time they were good, basically. You know who was the quarterback? Kirk Cousins. Exactly. That's crazy. They they didn't. He's the most underrated quarterback in the NFL, in my honest opinion. That's a combo for another day. Finish as a QB one this year, if I'm not mistaken. I just think he's. I just don't think he gets enough credit because he isn't. You know, he not flashy. He not the Mahomes, the Allen's, the he none of those guys. He's not even a Dak Prescott. You get so he's an under, but he just so people don't think about him when they think of good quarterbacks. But the man produces crazy numbers. Bro, put, let me pull up this man's stats this year. The person I would say who was in that category, and it's like, I feel like it would be split down between the middle. It's him and Tannehill. Because people don't want to give Tannehill credit, but it's like. They don't like giving Tannehill credit. There was a shit circulating, like, probably, I think, the like, last year or something. His stats were, like, identical to Mahomes. Obviously, stats are stats, but it's like, he's not a bad quarterback. There's a reason Tennessee took a chance on him and they gave him that bread. Because, like, you get me? Kirk Cousins, 66% completion. He had over 4,200 yards, 33 touchdowns, seven interceptions, a 103 rating. Man's a monster. It's just that the Red, not the Redskins. The Vikings, Vikings just, the Vikings are a very unfortunate team. I think, if I'm not mistaken, they lost the most one possession games this year. Like, they really have the worst look when it comes to close. They teams. were they up on lose. us by They're 14. Not a bad team. In the fourth they quarter, fold. they're not a bad team at all. They just cannot finish shit. Dalvin Cook, Broward County legend, but the man cannot. Bro, he hasn't played a full season in his five years. He can't stay healthy. That's why I'll never draft him on a team. It's, and it, bro, it's, it sucks, but it's like, bro, you have you can you bro the you that's surprising, bro. Five years hasn't played a full season, and he's a monster, bro. Fifteen hundred yards, eleven hundred yards, playing fourteen games, fifteen games. For me, it's the way that he gets injured because it's like this year, it was a freak injury. I thought he died on that play because it's like they hit his shoulder and I was like, oh, he he's dead. He's not coming back. And then they was like, oh, yeah, he'll be back in a week or two. And I was like, okay, I guess maybe. But in my opinion, he's got to get to a point where Madison has to be getting not Eckler type touches, but he needs to be featured every week just to make sure that Dalvin can play a full season. Yeah. Like you, Dalvin doesn't need 25 to 30 touches anymore. Give Dalvin 20 to maybe 25 touches. And then you got to make sure that Madison gets five to 10 touches as well. Cause mm-hmm. other than that, bro, you're going to be running Dalvin into the ground for the rest of his career. Yeah, pretty much. Shit, transitioning into basketball real quick. The Heat at the top of the East. Oladipo came back. We got him and Tyler coming off the bench. Markeith about to come back soon as well. It's lit. 
is Tyler lit. Harrell, six man of the year. I think he's bro. His he's actually going crazy. But at it, the same time, see, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be the mean person. But it's like, bro, he's the six man. Like, I still don't get why people say he's untouchable. You had a chance for James Harden. I'm not bashing on him or anything, but people still think like I wouldn't have traded him for James Harden. Like, there's a reason he's coming off the bench and he's not starting. Don't say it's to change the tempo or anything. He's not on that level. He's still not on that Luca and Trey level, but he's six man of the year though. He's a baller, and at the same time, oh, he, yeah, had kid, he had a kid this year. You know, everybody that has a kid goes crazy. Remember Fred? Remember so many people? I don't see him on that level, but I do see him as he's a legitimate scorer at this point, and I'm just yeah. Like, and for the, oh, and the fact that he's like he's coming off the bench for you guys, like it just helps so much, especially exactly. It's like it the fact that we can get away with the. Bro, we be playing anybody at point guard. Like when Kyle Lowry doesn't play, we just throw Gabe Vincent in there and Max Struess, and it's like and they go crazy. Exactly, bro. They just be like, shoot it. Bro, you, right, got, you got Spolstra. He finds the best plug and play guys, and they just go insane. It's Caleb really Martin. a team sport. Jimmy goes out, Bam's like, I got this. Thirty-five and thirteen, thirty and thirteen. Like, bro, he just goes insane, and it's like, damn, okay. This is that this is that dominant like bro 30 bro bam is disgusting when Jimmy goes out and the fact that you have Kyle Lowry I can't I can't stand him personally cuz he flops worse than a soccer player but come playoff time that's a champion that's a veteran that he going to hit a big shot too I got Miami versus Philly in the Eastern Conference Finals um it's tough it's going to be tough to call no disrespect to Milwaukee I just all. I don't know if Philly's going to be able to keep up that's my only thing because I think Miami gets there, but if Milwaukee and Philly play, it goes to seven and it's basically a coin sauce because – Oh, yeah, first sure goes to seven and it's if James Harden is going to choke or like try to be the big big hot shot and not give it to Embiid because Embiid, no one could stop him, not even Giannis. And it's In that just game, you just I, can't stop Embiid. I would legit expect both of them to have 50. I would expect Giannis to try to have 50. And if I'm James Harden, it's like, bro, I'm giving this ball to Embiid every time. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and take 20 shots tonight. That would be the stupidest thing to do. Even if I'm hot, that's stupid. Give this ball to Embiid. No one can guard him on that team. No, no one could guard Embiid. Like, nobody. He's too dominant. So it's um, like... In the East. You got the Bulls losing five straight. Um, I just It kind of sucks because I wrote an article about them throughout the years yesterday. But they're, they're up there. They're, there's a reason they're up there still. They just got to uh, get healthy. That's it. They're missing their two best defenders, so that kind of hurts. It's like it really hurts losing Lonzo Ball and Alex Caruso, and it's been like literally like two months. Cleveland is there without LeBron. It's nice to see they've lost a little, but Jared Allen just broke his finger. Darius Garland was out for a couple of games. Boston's up there because Jason Tatum is a top tier player. The man is a bully, like a big bully. And then going to the West, the Warriors have lost five straight, so the Grizzlies are the second seed now. The Suns are still at the top, and there's no one stopping them. And the fact that they almost beat Milwaukee and they don't have their two top players, they're a scary-ass team, dog. Right? They're super terrifying. I would say the Celtics probably are too are a little too glanced over just because yeah. of the in-season turnaround that they had. Because I remember they were like, 15 and 18 at a point and Marcus Smart was calling. Oh, yeah, they, they were they were hot doodoo. They had a only players meeting and everything. They were hot doodoo. You look up and it's like, wait, they're 37 and 29, and you do 39 and 27. They're only exactly. five games back of the heat. They're half a game back from the fourth seed, one and a half games back from the third seed. So it's they're like right you do the math, it's like, damn, bro, that's that's that that's a fucking turnaround right there. The Timberwolves bro. might finally make the playoffs. They're at the seventh seed right now. The Jazz are just hot trash. They got their ass beat by the Mavericks. I really don't expect Donovan Mitchell to be there past next season. Um, I'm telling you, 
T-Wade is recruiting him to Miami. This whole time he's like, bro, I'm gonna like, bro, I'm gonna buy a portion of the jazz just to get this man to Miami and then I'm gonna sell my portion. And, and go be- live right back in Miami That's- and just honestly, I I, I I who's having fun in Utah? Like exactly no disrespect. Like, especially with the, like especially like the type of crowd that they have and what former players have said when they go to Utah. Man, Donovan Mitchell don't want to be there, bro. Come on, bro. You just got your ass beat by Luca. You're projected to play them now in the playoffs. I promise you, if the Jazz play the Mavericks, Luca will finally get out of the first round because he's gonna cook that whole fucking team. He's gonna be like Rudy Gobert. You stop the season. The Nuggets, Jokic has been able to keep him as the sixth seed. They're 39 and 26. He's going to win MVP, especially after the numbers I was looking at. The man is nasty. He leads the NBA in triple doubles. He's about to pass Wilt. Shit. People people don't like to say this at all because they're obsessed with the past. But this man has a real good shot to go down as the best big in history. What? Who is doing what he's doing? People love to be like, I'm. Not, it's no disrespect to Kareem. He's light years away from touching any of these top bigs. But it's like, what center has ever done what he's doing? Because he's giving you basically the same scoring that they gave you, but he's also giving you probably an extra 20. Bro, some of the passes he does, it's, it doesn't make any sense. It really does not make sense. And it's like, he's not fast. He's like, you get me? You look at him and it's like, bro, he don't even play basketball. He just he's that person guy. at the courts. You just be like, I, I want him on my team all the time. I Because he's big and then him. when you pass him the ball, he just goes crazy. And you're like, all right, you got it, bro. Just take us to the promised land. Exactly. Just, just, just do what you do, bro. He probably might win MVP again. No cap. With MPJ and uh, Jamal Murray set, set to come back for the playoffs, it's going to be a scary team. They're 9-1 in their last 10. That's the best record over that span in the entire NBA. They said MPJ is going to be cleared uh, either this week or next week. And, yeah, at this point, I, I expect them to be back before the playoffs. To be 39-26 and 26 without your two best players for – well, MPJ got fried like three months ago. Jamal Murray hasn't even played because of his ACL. So it's like it's pretty – This the Nuggets are going to be scary once they go back full string. Exactly. exactly. And people forget, like, Aaron Gordon is just chilling there. Bro, He's I gonna just realized, you know how scary it's going to be? The Nets, be. Are the, the Nets are the ninth seed. They get the play-in game. They're playing, if it stands now, Miami or Philly in the first round. That is going to be very scary for Miami and Philly. Oh, I hope they play Philly. I I pray to God they play. But Philly. at the same time, it's kind of weird because it's like Kyrie's not going to play for half of that series. It's so you get me? So weird. let's see what Kevin Durant's about. But it's like that that shit's going to be scary because it's like Kevin Durant easily could eliminate one of these teams and just break their hearts. Literally, Kevin. But I you know, but no disrespect to Kyrie, be... but he'll probably be the downfall of that team just because he's not going to be able to play in certain places. Yeah, it, I, it's going to be interesting. I feel like. The NBA, knowing the NBA, bro, they go, they go, they somehow play Miami or Philly, and they're down 0-2, and they go back to Brooklyn, and he can't even play. That shit might be a. Switch. They're gonna Durant be like, "Yep, Brooklyn, Brooklyn." Three years later, Durant made the wrong decision. Should have never left Curry, or should have gone to should have gone to the Garden. In my honest opinion, he should have never left Curry, but you know, should have came to the Garden, bro. If he never leaves Curry, my opinion is is like, yo, you could probably pass Jordan. But you probably will never get the credit that even. Yeah, Kobe he would no. He him he would have never got the credit. He could have five rings right now. He would never get the credit at all because obviously, look where he went. He would have never gotten the credit. But of course, the haters would have been like, "He's better than Braun. He's better than Jordan. This and that." And it's like, him with, with five that. rings right now would be a crazy Twitter world. He would oh, be especially because he's such he, a troll. He would be reckless. He would just be like, "I'm better than you." <laughs> Exactly what he would be. 
But um, yeah, I think we done covered everything. Playoff preview, talked about the draft, NFL teams and all. Let the people know where they can find us, my sir. You know, as always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram, NBF underscore podcast, and on YouTube, NBF underscore podcast. We do have to fix this at the, if you see it, the nothing but facts for YouTube. We have to put it in. I've always wanted to tell you more on that, but I just forgot. And, you know, on Twitter, NBF underscore Clo, NBF underscore Trill, NBF underscore podcast, on Apple Podcasts, and on Spotify. Nothing but facts all together. Y'all take care. Be safe. Joe Money, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase. It's the year of the Tiger, right, Trill? Yes, yeah, the year of the Tiger. Sign Lamar, bro. I didn't. I didn't. I'm just saying, if Joe Burrow finishes as the QB one this year, it's the year of the Tiger. That's all. That's all we know. Year of the Tiger. Goodbye, folks. But it's really the year of the Tiger, right? That's what. It was. So Joe Burrow was supposed to go 